This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hour three Tuesdays, Lori and Julia here on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment streaming at mytalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app, and MyTalk 1071 and the St. Paul Saints are bringing you Cat Video Festival 2020, the virtual quarantine edition. The Cat Video Festival will premiere online 8 p.m. Thursday, August 20th. So submit your quarantine cat videos right now for your chance to win $1,000 and to see your cat in the festival. All the details at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword cat. Now on to the third hour of today's program. Let's get, let's, let's get to the rest of the program, shall we? So, um, I have the last episode of How to Get Away with Murder, and I haven't watched it mm-hmm. because that means it will be over. over. And I've been doling out the last six episodes. I've had like one once a week because I'd had like mm-hmm. six or seven from earlier this spring. That's how I felt about Utrecht. From oh, the last Kingdom. I just finished it last night and I oh. dragged that out as long as possible. Oh, good. But there's the going to be Kingdom. a season five. Yeah. But, but how much oh, did you love it? That's that a great one, series, you guys, The Last Kingdom. I would maybe even watch it again. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's on Netflix. It was, that was amazing. A delicious treat for me. Yeah. He is amazing. But so, okay. So okay. back to you. So, so just, same thing. When you just drag out something you and, don't want to end. And I have loved How to Get Away with Murder. I've been a fan for the six I came years. in and out. I, I just really, mm-hmm. because Viola Davis is everything on that show. And that show gave Viola Davis the money and the status to be able to start her own production company, right. say yes or no to what she wanted to do. I mean, that really made her a household name, even it though did. she's won two Tonys, the Emmy, an Oscar, a Golden right. Globe, a BAFTA, and like literally 90 other awards. But it's the How to Get Away with Murder playing Annalise Keating. Yes. And so I have one more episode, and everyone has said that this finale is just unbelievable, and that you, if you were someone who watched How to Get Away with Murder, that this episode ties up everything. It's just epic. Okay. okay, so I have this last episode. So last week, I think it was last week, I get my new Vanity Fair, and it's the July-August issue. That's sure. combined now, mm-hmm. July and August. It's called the... The, the Dog G- Days of Summer. The Joggest yeah. issue. <laughs> <laughs> and I by- like that. Yeah, and uh, Viola Davis is on the cover. Holly uh, posted it for us, and um, she uh, just, great, great photo, but a couple things that people are, you know, just saying about this Vanity Fair story is that 
<clears throat> the guy who took the photo yeah of all of the Viola F- Davis uh photos is that he's the first ever black photographer to shoot a Vanity Fair uh cover and boy I know mm-hmm. right he Jones who's a black woman she's been the editor in chief at the magazine for mm-hmm. like at least you two probably years. you know like Annie Leibovitz was the chosen one for a long time you kind of have a relationship well, maybe and you just use people we'll take that it. you're yeah we'll you take know. it but it just anyway um uh anyway she um she really is a, a great actor. Denzel Washington spoke in the piece. He oh, was interviewed. Oh, because they did fences together. They did fences. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. And um, she now that she's done with How to Get Away with Murder, she and her husband have this production company. I feel like, you know, she's just. She has a dear friend out. in the Twin Cities because members celebrity right. um, property brothers highlighted her yes. friend from acting school or Juilliard roommate. Yeah, she's still she's we've seen her so many times, times Lori. Yes. And when she speaks, and her husband Julius, and, her husband, and when she speaks, you listen. And she's so articulate and eloquent and yeah, lovely. Absolutely lovely. She, uh, uh, but she did talk to Vandy Fair about uh, her movie role in The Help. She said she was trying to get into the film industry. She, she of course, played Abilene Clark, a maid working for a socialite white family in the 1960s. And Octavia Maid played the other maid who was very mistreated by the family she worked for. And um, anyway, Davis was nominated for Best Actress, and Spencer went on to win the Best Supporting. and um, but anyway, neither Viola or Octavia Spencer, they are, they're, they, in hindsight, looking back on the movie, they're not really, uh, uh, they feel like that movie very much catered to a white audience. So she spoke out about that again. Um, she said, there's a part of me that feels like I betrayed myself and my people because I was in a movie that I wasn't ready to tell the whole tr- truth, but she did Say she loved making the movie. She, she loved her co stars. They still Jessica Chastain. Everybody still Emma Stone, Emma Allison Stone. Janney. They're all still really good friends. Yeah. And she just said there weren't, there aren't enough opportunities for black actresses. Yeah, That's, and, and yeah. telling stories yeah. with that perspective in mind. Exactly. So, anyway, Viola has. She the, will change that with her production company, and because she she can, she got, got money. She got money. Yeah, yeah she got and money. That, that TV money allowed her to yeah. be able to do that. So I'm kind of, I'm excited about that. And she looks very fabulous on the cover and the inside photos were are really amazing. And then, um, then we have Oliver Stone giving oh, uh, yes. interview and he is not a fan of the current state of Hollywood, which I just say 98% of Hollywood is shut down. So who would be a fan? Well, of that? I like it. He thinks that, uh, he criticizes Hollywood for turning into an Alice in Wonderland tea party. I just, Oh, is this his New York Times yeah. magazine Yeah, and so interview? he just said modern mm-hmm. movie making is just ridiculous. Everything has become too fragile, too sensitive. Hollywood now, you can't make a film without a COVID advisor. Well, okay. uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You can't make a film without a sensitivity counselor. Well, if you're going to be having sex on the set, you know, you've got some things going on there. It's ridiculous. The Academy changes its mind every five, ten, two months. What they're just trying to keep up with. I think he has a memoir out, and that's why he's doing this uh, interview with New York. I think it's he's got a memoir out, and 
It's probably we're getting it taken somewhat out of context. But I know when change happens in an industry that you've been in forever. Right, how like, old is he? I'll never forget when women started practicing law. My dad was ready to have a fit. I mean, and I'm just saying when change, big changes happen yeah. and when it seems like so duh, women are going to become lawyers. My dad's like, oh, litigate, litigate. I'll never forget. I mean, my dad loves women, but he was just... They just litigate everything. And so change for people is always hard. It's well, always hard. Stone is, but I, I is just think like, back to the funny things. What is he in his 70s, Holly? He's 73. 73. Mm-hmm. So, and um, he's old Hollywood, and he used to do whatever he wanted. Well, yeah. So I would, I'd have to like see this all in context of what they're talking about. Um, uh, like... I don't know that Oliver Stone, if it's easy for him to find financing for money, to me that has always been the holy grail in Hollywood is what gets greenlit for money and what right. doesn't. And he likes to make big movies. What's his you know? last movie that, um, that you just saw? Was I... it the Bush one? Oh, I didn't like that. No, what was... Didn't he make a movie about um, Bush? Yeah, oh. George W. Bush. It was called W, and that came out in 2008, so that was quite a while ago. The last movie that he did was called Snowden. So it was based on Edward Snowden. Oh, remember? We refused to see that because yeah. we didn't want to give him any more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not making movies about anybody no. anybody wants to watch a movie about. Because he's also talking about making a movie about Trump. And, and it's like, who the hell would want to go see that? Well, and We're he, living it right well, now. Well, and he also wants <laughs> to redo his JFK film, you know, that he did in 1991. Um. I think anyway, Oliver might want to. He sounds go like a, a curmudgery old guy that yeah. doesn't like change, and this right. is what is normal to everybody when change starts to happen. You're like, ah, All right. where are Lori? Mm. What happened to our two glasses of wine lunches that we used to have back in the day when we first started working? Change. Well, well I know, but we didn't. Good I don't one. know that we ever stopped doing it. Our lunches. Lori, I, because we can't I went drink to Sun- during the no, day. but we, we could because when I went to Sun we Country, can't here for eighteen years. Well, I know, but we work over lunch hour, kind of. You know, it would be hard for us to. It would be a not allowed. Yeah, I took a pill once because I was having a procedure done. and I was mm. loopy the whole day by accident. Even mm. I didn't know what I took. But right. remember, yeah. Remember expense accounts. Remember all the rules Julia, have People still have expense accounts. But not like we used to. I mean, I'm just saying things change over time. And if you wanted to go down the rabbit hole, you could. Yeah, of course. I mean, you had a secretary. I loved having a secretary. And my secretary loved being a secretary. And you say it just like your dad, secretary. You guys are incapable of saying the word (laughs) secretary. Secretary. But secretary. Your dad always says secretary. Secretary. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I loved it, and mine was phenomenal, and she loved doing it. You know, and now we call them ad- administrative, administrative assistants. assistants, and I think that's, that's what appropriate. I, call, I think that's what I did call my, um, you know, my secretary in front of her, <laughs> <laughs> in front of her, because on the calendar it said it was admin day. Right, <laughs> that's exactly right. Oh, Deb, if you're listening, <clears throat> I'm just thinking of some of our people. Oh gosh. I know. Uh, but Holly, you probably and you know you're way younger than us, but you've seen a lot of changes. You yeah. know, well, I mean, things are continually evolving, and I haven't thank read goodness. the uh, thank. 
Thank yeah. goodness. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And I haven't read the Oliver Stone interview. And I will, I'll take the time to read it. But my initial hot take is like yours, Julia, where it's like, well, I just imagine being in a room with Oliver Stone and you're trying to pitch your screenplay to him <laughs> mm. to get produced. And you, look at, look at your, I could just hear mm-hmm. your face and yeah. you just, you, times are moving on Oliver Stone. Yeah. And I actually, and I didn't read the whole thing, but to counter Oliver Stone's curmudgeonliness, one of my favorite new shows right now is called I May Destroy You. And it's by this British woman, Michaela Cole. And they were talking and she tells this story and it's based on her true experience of her experiencing sexual assault and the kind of the aftermath of that and having creative control from a female perspective and to his Oliver Stone's counterpoint about, oh, well, we have to have like consultant intimacy consultants on the set. But then she's talking about it at the same time where it's like it's a good thing. It's an empowering thing when you're on set and you're an actor and you're filming a sex scene, you're trying to make it as comfortable and as equitable as possible for actors. Right. So, and at the same time, make it look hot, which right. is, yeah. you know, acting. Right. 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 So, Oliver Stone. Yeah. Well, you, I just can see it. I just mm-hmm. really, I'll never forget when my dad said women. Mm-hmm. They're changing the rule of law. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. I know. All right. It was Let's funny see. at the time. We, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. What are we talking about? We're talking about Chrissy Teigen. Okay. She said she's worried for her family. Oh, no. After being bombarded with attacks on Twitter linking her to Jeffrey Epstein. Well, How is that involved with the Jeffrey right? Epstein? So these claims first surfaced last October. When Chrissy Teigen shot down the rumors that she and John Legend were on Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs to go to Little St. James in the Caribbean. So Epstein allegedly had these island logs of everyone that flew on the, quote, Lolita Express to his private island, which is nicknamed Pedophile Island. However, Chrissy has consistently debunked these claims that she was ever associated with Epstein and she was responding to trolls on Twitter this past week. So the renewed trolling coming at the arrest of Gillian Maxwell, who is going to be going to trial next July. She is not getting bail or anything like that. So Chrissy Teigen is being really forthright about how she is not associated with this at all. Yeah. But he has flight records that says she was? No, no. It's somebody, she was on toddlers and tea. I mean, it's like this so convoluted dumb thing. All right, fine. Yeah, so she said that today, I actually deleted 60,000 tweets because I cannot bleep and stand you idiots anymore, and I'm worried for my family. Finding me talking about When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Toddlers and Tierras in 2013 and thinking you're some kind of operative. So I, I you know, I'm not completely sure about what she's referencing, but it must be, you know, child beauty pageants. And Chrissy Teigen talked about them at one point. Right. And then trolls on the Internet linking her talking about child pageantry and being like, oh, you must be a pedophile. Yeah, kind okay. of. It's it's like really. a. I mean, if you want to be mad at Chrissy Te- about at be mad at Chrissy Teigen. I mean, she was a bully and a meanie to uh, Courtney Stodden. Okay. And she was like 16. That okay. is, the, yeah, that was that, true. That, and Courtney Stodden has come out on social said, media and Chris and Chris criticized Chrissy Teigen. As far as I know, Chrissy hasn't talked about that at all, or no. she has not addressed right. those accusations. Uh, moving on from that story, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to see 30 Rock on the air on TV this Thursday because apparently. Some of the NBC people are not really happy that this is going to be on Peacock and the streaming service because Peacock, the streaming service, NBC streaming service starts tomorrow. And some of the local networks aren't particularly happy that NBC is focusing on the Peacock streaming service. That means we may not be able to see the 30 Rock special in our market. It's It's so dumb. The network's having streaming when you have the... I don't understand Today's show just started it. That's the Peacock. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the peacock. <laughs> that is true. Because they're like, true. we can and none of us signed up for CBS All Access, even if they did have the good Because you have fight. to pay. Yeah, when yeah. you already have even CBS. If you, all right, so I'm learning more because I have an Amazon Fire Stick right now. Yeah, it just, yes. you have to download I don't everything get and pay for everything. How they're not bastardizing their own programming. Yeah, you know, I don't really know what NBC's ultimate strategy is with Peacock, but it is launching tomorrow. Now, they do have some original programming. You know, with CBS All Access, one of the big enticements was Star Trek Discovery. If you were a Trekker, that's the only place you could watch the new Star Trek with CBS All Access. And did you you guys and The Good Fight? Yeah, The Good Fight, which we were like, no, we're not paying $7.99 a month for The Good Fight. Yeah, I I watched the free year. Yeah, I know. I I had like a month to watch it. Mm. I loved it. Yeah. The first year of it. But you wouldn't go back and pay no, for CBS no. All Access. I, I already pay so much money for right, Game right. I just <laughs> can't pay. How much more can people How take out of our pockets? Uh, I thought it was free if you have Comcast. Oh, gosh. I well, think so. let's... Uh, you know, if you are an Xfinity customer, that's right. You get Peacock Premium now at no See, additional cost, and we are so that's it. And I it, call Comcast Xfinity, but yeah, yeah okay. July fifteenth. So you're going to get classic comedy. The only original programming that I've seen getting any kind of review so far is the adaptation of the novel Brave New World. They're saying it's boring. So don't really bother. And and I mean, did okay. anyone like Aldous Huxley's Brave New World book when you had to read it nope. in school? Nope. I mean, that was just ugh. <laughs> now we're living in that Brave New World, and I can oh. say well, I don't like that either. Oh my gosh! Uh, they say that the retail value for Peacock Premium has is four ninety nine a month. So if you go to PeacockTV.com, you can explore and see if it's something that interests you. Okay, mm. And if you want to watch the 30 Rock special, you'll definitely be able to find it on Peacock. Did you guys like the Kill Bill movies? Yes. I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I, did. I didn't at all. All right. So one yay, 
One Day. Mm-hmm. Well, Vivica A. Fox, she was in those movies, and she is ready to cast Zendaya in Kill Bill Volume 3. So she was talking uh, to New Musical Express, the magazine, about a sequel. She said, I haven't gotten any official word. I have a feeling that hopefully Quentin was waiting on uh, my daughter to grow up a little bit because in spoiler alert for a 20 year old movie, Vivica A. Fox's character and Uma Thurman's character, they fight. Uma Thurman kills Vivica A. Fox in front of her daughter. Right. So the idea of Kill Bill yes. Volume 3 is that Vivica A. Fox's daughters all grow up and she totally wants Zendaya for the role. I like it. I love Zendaya. She's so good. Yes. Julia, okay. no comment. I, I just don't pain. care because I never liked any of those. Oh, I don't. I, I have no desire. Okay. All right. No. And um, you know, uh, this free Britney movement is getting more and more traction, and it's besides up again. from co- besides from Cobra. <laughs> yeah, no. besides from the Colleen and Bradley that show. guy, that guy who wrote that letter. I know your letter, right? Yeah. So publishing this letter. So now Britney Spears's fans are petitioning. That a hashtag Save Britney campaign as her conservatorship is scheduled to end next month. So her conservatorship has been in place since 2008. And, uh, you know, from all we can tell, really just sets the parameters for how Britney Spears can live her life. Her finances have also been in control of the co-conspirator, Andrew Wallet, who has grown her net worth by $20 million. Now her conservatorship ends on August 22nd, 2020, and Britney has asked for it to end since 2019. Her manager, Larry Rudolph, telling the Washington Post that the conservatorship is not a jail. It helps Britney make business decisions and manage her life in ways that she can't do on her own right now. However, fans... Now, this bubbled up last year, but now again, this letter has surfaced kind of explaining and giving a different perspective on Britney's conservatorship. So we'll see whether or not... You know, but at the end of the day, it's her personal life. You know, fans don't really have a say. No, you really don't. In any of that. And we don't know all the ins and outs of that, but that's still happening. Lisa Renna celebrated her 57th birthday on Saturday by posting an old Playboy photo. And boy, is she getting away with a lot on Instagram. You are seeing side nipple. No, she is always half naked. Well, she's totally naked yeah. over on her Instagram account. I gotta go look at that right now. <laughs> yeah. And quite frankly, I am shocked that Instagram hasn't taken this photo down. Well, she looks like a snack and a half. This is from an old Playboy shoot, and she captioned it with just birthday suit. Now, some fans were clutching their pearls over this, but, you know, I mean, she's not gonna be taken down any of that kind of stuff. And allegedly, she got a birthday greeting from Harry Styles, so how good, you know... Jeez. How good can it get? That, that's that's like, you know, worth getting naked for and showing an old photo. Yeah. A 15-year-old photo of yourself or whenever that was. I mean, there is a there is a nipple mm-hmm. that I am seeing on the side. I'm going there right now. Okay. I need to check this out with my own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We'll, we'll be back. We got the study of duh. All right, before we get to that, we're going to do a little My Talk traffic. It's brought to you by LifeLock. We're going to start this afternoon on Highway 161 southbound, a crash at 212 and 62 in Edina. In Falcon Heights, 51 southbound, a crash by Crawford Avenue and Larpenter Avenue. Near Woodbury, 494 westbound, traffic restrictions right around the... 494, 694, 94 interchange in Oakdale to Tamarack Road in Woodbury. 94 westbound has a crash at 55 and 35W in Minneapolis. North St. Paul, 36 eastbound, a crash at Margaret Street and Highway 120. And in Minneapolis, you still might find a stalled vehicle blocking a lane at 65 and 3rd Avenue, 94 westbound. 
If you're only monitoring your credit to help protect your identity, you could miss certain threats, like your info for sale on the dark web. Good thing there's LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Get LifeLock now and save more during their special summer sale. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code RISK, sale ends on July 20th. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 60, partly cloudy 82 tomorrow. The heat coming back for Friday and Saturday, but before that, mostly cloudy 69 at the My Talk Studios. Good jam. I love that song. I would love I to. I look forward to the day I can dance at a club to that song, <laughs> specifically the saloon. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, so. Yeah. This is from the university, a new study out of the University of Boulder, Colorado, and they wanted to find out what is the central conduit for the transfer of fake news and leading the pack Facebook. at number one. Ding, 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 it's ding, Facebook. Ding. Facebook. Wow. Facebook, the vast majority of misleading posts come from accounts on the extreme ends of the political spectrum posted on Facebook. Wow. Yep. So whenever so Facebook has been, wow, that's something. Yeah. Well, and we kind of learned that in the 2016 yeah. election because Facebook was so lax about the stuff that they had on there. And they had a lot of stuff that looked like it was from legitimate sure. news sites and stuff. So uh, they also found that certain types of people are more responsible for sharing false, misleading and hyper partisan information. What kind of people are they? Do they describe who? Uh, people who are wary of mainstream media are more likely to share fake news or okay. misleading information. They go in other places to find the news. So whenever somebody says to you, listen, I got, you know, this news from Facebook. <laughs> I've heard, I mean, I don't do Facebook, mm -hmm. but I the anxiety it creates in a lot of different people. I mean, I, most people do not share fake sure. news, but even people who don't mean to share it, you there don't can know. be stuff because Facebook has we, done such I a crappy about job. Because yeah. you had something you shared, and you're like, I found it. This is like three or four years ago. I it remember. was the Bataclan when the Bataclan got bombed. Yes, in Paris. In Paris. Yes. And then there was some story about a security guard. Look at guard. how you remember. Because I remember you're and like, I thought true. it was so real. Yeah. And then it was it fake. Was fake yeah. Insight. So uh, older conservative leaning adults are the most likely demographic to share fake news on Facebook. Okay. But they wanted to look at more nuanced things. So they uh, this was all looked at over a period of time. And the majority of counts... 71% of Facebook users and 95% of Twitter do not share misinformation. Well, that's good. Yeah. Here, here's a good thing that social media manager Hannah shared. It's from ABC News. Okay. These are some questions to ask yourself when you're looking at something before you want to share it on social media, specifically Facebook. Mm -hmm. Is the original account article or or a piece of content? Is this? Who shared this or created it? When was this created? What account is sharing this? When was the account created? Do they share things from all over the world, all the times of day and night? Mm -hmm. Is it a bot? And then ask yourself, well, why was this shared? Yeah. So just taking some time to be critical about it. And then if it cross, if, if it meets all of those criteria, there you go. Then so share it. Facebook is the number one thing of fake news, not what is on, you know, 
other like where you've got reporters and you've got sure, newspaper sure, sites and sure. all of that. Everything there can be stuff that has a bias leaning right. either way or straight down the middle. But Facebook is the central conduit for fake news. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Which is why they have been under pressure because Zuckerberg and Cheryl, whatever her name is, Cheryl Lean In. Sandberg. Yeah, they've done zippity doo da. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's another study of da. I was really excited about this one. Um, Here's the the headline. Real COVIDians. People who refuse to wear a mask or comply with social distancing have lower cognitive ability, says a new study. And they looked at a period of time, the middle of March to the middle of April. Okay. And uh, this was from the University of California. They wanted to find out why there was a reluctance. Because, like, one of the things that's interesting with this whole COVID Mm -hmm. is that, you know, Japan really didn't get a big breakout. And in Japan, it's a mass culture. Everybody wears masks because they're... They, Air quality, sun They damage, wear it, whatever, but it is do. a mask yes. thing, and they wear yeah. it in public. They wear it. You don't ever, you feel you feel naked because you're the only one without a mask. Sure. If, you're, if, if you've ever taken the train in Japan or been in the Ginza or downtown. So they didn't get it mm-hmm. because they were already wearing masks. It's sort of a built-in part of the thing. So anyway... The University of California wanted to study it, and I hadn't heard the term COVID yet, but I like that yes. coronavirus era slang term. I hope we have a vaccine, and then, you know, people maybe will, won't will have to be COVID yet. But anyway, researchers found that whether or not someone decides to follow wearing a mask or social distancing depends on how much information their working memory can store. Wow. People with more working memory capacity are more likely to comply with recommendations. And people without were not. Got it. So I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, They're not going away. No. But but there is some good news, you know, with vaccine news today. So there that's, is shares. I just still. told you. You didn't tell everybody else. Oh, I told you, Lorraine. But Julia. All right. Well, now I got to find it. All right, fine. All but right. anyway, the team found that people with higher working capacity have an increased awareness of benefits and they have the common sense to go, oh, yeah, I should keep my distance and wear a mask. Right. Okay. And if you uh, have not as much memory in that, the high, the lower your working memory uh then you're you uh, you're a COVID idiot. Okay, COVID so here, here here's the deal, and this is from the Star Tribune. The first COVID nineteen vaccine tested in U.S. poised for final testing with good news. Dr. Fauci says no matter how you slice it, it's good news. The experimental vaccine um, developed by Madeira Inc. will start its most important step July twenty seventh, and it's a thirty thousand person study to wow. prove if the shots really are strong enough to protect against the coronavirus. But Tuesday, which is today, researchers uh, reported anxiously awaited findings from the first 45 volunteers that rolled up their sleeves back in March to take the shots. Sure enough, the vaccine provided a hope for immune boost. Those early volunteers develop what are called neutralizing antibodies in their bloodstream, molecules key to blocking infection at levels comparable to those found in people who survived COVID-19. 
So it's an essential building block that's needed to move forward with the trials that could actually determine whether the vaccine does protect against infection. They're saying no guarantee, but they're really hopeful. It would require two doses, one um, each a month apart. And there's no serious side effects from the people in the beginning of the study. So this is very hopeful. So good. Yeah. Good. Is this a study of duh then? I mean, I hope that they, you know, keep going and we, let's, let's just fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Did you guys we think, could do some good news. Um, do you think genetics play a significant role in how affectionate a woman is? Okay. Well, you and I have had conversations about the cold country versus. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the warm countries. Yes. And displays are, are, of is hugging Is hugging hereditary? <laughs> is that what the question is, basically? Yeah, basically. Why are some people huggers and others are not into hugging? I think it is. I think it's family. Um... I feel like you're, it's families. I mean, we're huggers. You do what your family does, don't you think? If you grew up in a hugging family, you hug. Yeah, here's the weird thing is they, they, the researchers studied 500 sets of twins and they said genetics account for 45% of affectionate behavior. Environment decides the other for women, but when it comes to guys, it doesn't have any effect at all. Genetics. On the guys. Yeah. They were surprised. It was 100% determined by environment. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, that's funny because we have had, you and I had many talks about cold country and warm country. Yes. Wow. I know. The the twins were 18 to 84 years old. Half were identical. Half were fraternal. They wanted to do the old, you know, nature versus nurture. And yeah, guys are 100% environmental huggers. Uh you know, and women are half and half. Uh, uh, here's what I say. The handshake is dead. We don't, we'll never have to shake hands really ever again. We can just bow, do the Lori's elbow. Always hated the knot. I, not the handshakes. I hate forced hugging. I hate hugging someone I've just met or the hug, kiss, kiss. Like people who move to New York or one of the coasts, they become air kissers and huggers. I just can't <laughs> worry. Right. I am so but with see, you. I hate I am it. So with but you. see, I am more of a hugger. But but but, but not it's for so fake. fake. Not, but it's not, so fake. It's fake. You're a hugger, Julia. I am not a hugger, and well, I couldn't are you be more I'm happy. Fake? No, I. Think, I just am more of a natural hugger than you. I will say that. Yes. Are you a genetic hugger though? But then, do you think? Are yeah. there other yeah. females yeah, in your family? Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. No, we're a touchy family. And genetically, Usually we just grab someone. My no, family is not. It's not. We're we are massive. I mean, huggers. I always hug my. I hug my family. Mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to do a lot of hugging. Of like my oh. girlfriends. We like to cop a few whenever we can. Lie. Yes, I know. That is exactly <laughs> it. All right, listen, we got to go. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Colin Jost, you know who he is. One half of uh, SNL's um, weekend 
update, and he is engaged to Scarlett Johansson. He has a new book His out. His book out, I know. It's called A Very Punchable Face, mm-hmm. which I do like the title. And he writes in the book about meeting Scarlett. Oh, what is he saying? Right out of a movie, Julia. Okay. He he was in um he was in his first year at SNL. So they met before they like fell oh, for sure. each other. Sure. She was married to either Ryan, maybe, or Or the Frenchie. Or the French guy. Anyway, he wrote a sketch that Scarlett, who was hosting the show for the first time, appeared in. It was a parody of, do you remember MTV's My Super Sweet 16? Oh, gosh, yes. Holly, did you watch that? Yeah. yeah. I love that. So he said, he said, she claims that she remembers thinking I was cute. I remember her being beautiful, smart, sweet, and intimidatingly sophisticated. She had a grace and a smile that I've still never seen in any other human, he writes. Oh, well, how how absolutely love it. And Colin is, you know, uh, got something in common with his buddy Pete Davidson. He's also a Staten Island native. And that's really all he, and then he just writes, I've, I've met someone I love who I feel more comfortable with than I ever have before. And that's really all the Scarlett Johansson in this book. Um, He writes about her in the, he thanks her in the, and the foreword. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you to Scarlett for being my first reader and always protecting me from my worst instincts. Remember that Mexican mask I tried to put in our living room? Thanks for stopping me from doing that. <laughs> so They do seem happy. <clears throat> they quietly dated for two years. Okay. It will be her third marriage. And, you know, she's 35 now. And um, she's got her little five-year-old daughter, Rose. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that's going for the, the international travel. Well, her father's French, right? And how do you travel in right. sure custody? That's right. not now yet another thing you got to think about when you marry someone from another country and have children with them, which we've always said, don't try do. not to do. Try not to do. You can't even get to Canada. Right I now. I, um, I remember I did never have that thought till I saw Sally Field in the movie where her. Her daughter, her daughter got it's married. not my daughter's father or something. something oh, I remember that movie. They had to go to Iran. Yes, and yes. Not without my daughter. That's yes. it. Not my yes. And then I, I had never really thought about that before. Oh, and then I remember yeah. seeing that movie. I thought, yeah, that would be a bad idea. And then sometimes. the actress from um, Gossip Girl, who married the Frenchman, that just did all the terrible stuff and ended up with custody. Kelly, she's um, yeah. um she was on a show. Oh, she was on, um, she had an appearance on Dynasty. Oh, she did? Yes, yes she, she's she's a on-again, off-again reoccurring character. She plays such a great, she was the mom Kelly on Gossip Girl. Kelly Rutherford. She plays a great, waspy, privileged yes, white woman. I can see that. <clears throat> I totally can see that. She's just got that whole look yep. of going going for her. So, anyway... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that that's going on. Howard Stern, uh, he finally came back. He's been he's been on like a three week vacation, and he finally came him. back live. And uh, the, one of the first things he did was, you know, slam the uh, the kid who outed August Alsina, the bonehead, for revealing that going on a show and saying that he had an affair with Jada Pinkett yeah. Smith. You know, she didn't have to do anything with it. She didn't. I, I think they did. Yeah, but for a guy, I mean, there has always been 
kind of an unspoken rule about kissing and telling. That's right. And especially if someone's married. This is not anything you talk about publicly. That's why when you get into a bad divorce and then you sue a newspaper for a libel, you're going to have the worst headlines (laughs) in the world. We're not talking about Johnny Depp, are we? Oh, man. The number one thing trending, a picture of Johnny Depp asleep and covered in ice cream. I I told you. And how do you get that image out of your mind? And that was something his lawyers presented. They didn't think about that we wanted to think of him. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. It's yeah. just too much. If you're wondering what you should be celebrating today, what? it's National Nude Day. Nude? Nude. Be a nudie tootie and National Mac and Cheese. You could celebrate sounds... them both at the same time. Yeah, I think so, go. but be careful. You don't want to spill on yourself and get yeah. burned. And that's true. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that sad story about that guy who passed away. Oh, the um, Mythbusters Grant yeah. Amahara. He was 49. He had a brain aneurysm. Sounded like a smart, smart guy. I, did you guys ever watch that show, Mythbusters? I feel like Donnie I've, and Paul Black watched that show. I do, too. Show. I feel like that is the combo that would watch it, too. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch it, Ollie? I have watched an episode or two yeah. on specific things, but yeah. it wasn't a regular watch. What was the myth that you were busting? Do you even remember? Oh, heck no, I don't no, remember. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, also, Holly posted uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, turned 80. And since the COVID thing started, he's been reading like a sonnet a day on his Insta. That's lovely with his beautiful accent. And he, Holly posted him a sonnet in celebration of his 80th birthday today. And he does have that lovely voice and Shakespearean. Very Shakespearean. And Anderson Cooper is, you know, did some little posts of him, him and his little boy, Wyatt. He's 10 months old or something. Yeah. That's such a cute age. Oh, he's so cute. He, Wyatt. he really, and I, that name is so cute. I think Wyatt was his dad. It was his dad's name. His dad mm-hmm. was Wyatt mm-hmm. Cooper. Mm-hmm. And so he named the little boy after him. A name you just don't hear very often because I always just think of Wyatt Earp. I know. Same. <laughs> the most famous That's Wyatt right. of all. That's right. Everybody have a great night. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.